from India's largest newsroom, I'm Arun George, and this is the Times of India podcast. Shifting of the metro car shed uh, to RA over, turning the former chief minister's decision. Remember, the MOA government's first decision after uh, coming to power was to move the car shed project from RA to Kanjurmarg, and now that same very decision has been reversed. Among the first decisions announced by the Eknath Shinde government in Maharashtra after it was sworn in last week was the decision to bring back a car shed for the Mumbai Metro project in Are Colony. On Sunday, the 3rd of July, protests began against this decision. For those unfamiliar with it, the Are Colony is spread over 16 square kilometers adjoining the Sanjay Gandhi National Park forest in northwest Mumbai. Environmental studies have shown that the Are Colony houses a variety of trees and animals. The Times of India's Chaitanya Marpakwar, who covers politics in Maharashtra and Mumbai and has been closely tracking this controversial project for years now, starts by explaining what a metro car shed is. In layman's term, it's a garage where you keep the where you keep your car at night. Whatever uh, repairs or overoiling of the cars has to be done, which is the rake, the, the coaches of the metro. There, you they are going to be serviced there, and for that you need this whole. Uh, an empty space where this can be done. This car shed project is just like any other Mumbai infrastructure project. What starts off sounding like a simple enough project isn't very simple to complete. Now the whole bone of contention has been the RA, you know, there are complications within complications. This is a typical uh, Mumbai problem. If you dig a road in Mumbai, there are 30 agencies some 200 lines passing through and and it's it's complicated just like the city is complicated in today's episode we're speaking with chaitanya about this project and how it became such a big battle between two political parties the story of the ra metro car shed is also about the trade offs faced by a city when authorities take up massive infrastructure projects that can come with immeasurable environmental costs but first some context on why this project matters if there's one mode of transport that defines public transport in Mumbai, it's the local trains. The Mumbai suburban train network, called Local Trains by City Residents, transports lakhs across the city daily. It's also one of the deadliest modes of public transport, with over 2,000 deaths reported on the train lines every year, many of which are caused due to overcrowding. Mumbai's local trains are often referred to as the city's lifeline, because it's been the most used mode of public transport for decades now, and is perhaps the quickest way to travel across the city. Chaitanya explains why the multiple metro lines could change how the city travels. Anybody who has lived or worked in Mumbai knows that the whole, uh, you know, connectivity uh, issue is there between the east and the west. If you want to cross a two-kilometer or one-kilometer bridge, it takes 40 minutes because uh, it's a, Mumbai is a linear city and there are these massive old railway tracks which are passing between central and western line. 
this is supposed to connect like east to west for instance you you start in in uh, in kaf parade then you come to dadar west all these areas don't have worli worli has no local railway stations so it was supposed to sort of connect the unconnected parts so i think it it is among all the infrastructure transport projects in mumbai this was at the top of the of the table in terms of importance and relevance the development of the metro lines has been on since the early 2000s in mumbai but the one at the center of this political dispute is easily one of the most important the mumbai metro line 3 chaitanya explains why mumbai metro 3 is uh, the kolaba bandra sips line uh, and which is about 33 ish 34 kilometers long and is the first and only fully underground uh, metro line in mumbai and is really going to connect the extreme south end of mumbai which is kaf parade which is the south mumbai business district uh and right running through in the areas which are not serviced by the local trains is going to go uh to bkc uh to the mumbai airport then to seeps eventually where it will end off the other important element is that this whole project is being funded almost 65% uh, by japan international cooperation agency jica which has given a soft loan for this project and it's a international project in that sense in terms of finance also not just in terms of technology Chaitanya points out that none of the political parties are opposed to the building of the metro lines just where the car shed for the metro line will be located he explains how authorities have justified the building of this car shed at are colony it's like the argument that the metro authorities have given us is that if you stay in in bandra you can't go uh, and service your car in mulund to give some perspective for non mumbai residents traveling from bandra to mulund is the equivalent of nearly 30 kilometers the issue of where to build this car shed was on for years in 2019 the devendra fadnavis government decided to go ahead with the building of the car shed in are colony despite objections this clearing of trees for the car shed spread over 33 acres sparked massive protests by local residents citizen groups celebrities and opposition political parties Chaitanya says there had been multiple studies on where to build this new car shed and many options were considered even when RA was projected as this sort of ideal spot for the car shed an expert committee had pointed out that there were plenty of problems with building over a green area that adjoins a forest If you go back to uh, 2013 and 14 Kanjur Marg RA land in Mumbai University in Kalina land in Bagbe reclamation in South Mumbai all of these were considered and we had reported a a big story in september 2019 that there was a high level uh, environmental impact assessment authority where there were experts from niri uh, and and other professors who were environmentalists uh, who had said that in in one of their reports they said that if you cut the trees in ra eventually uh, it would lead to uh flooding at the mumbai international airport but in the government in their wisdom they overlooked sort of this uh, technical report and they went ahead chaitanya says that attributing the massive protest to just environmental activists and local residents of are colony would be missing why so many mumbai residents felt so strongly about this project 
there were about 3500 trees uh, roughly which were actually cut in 2019 if you look at general statistical data right more than 3000 trees are cut across mumbai for various private projects for malls and other smaller infrastructure projects but the issue is that ra for many people is sort of a symbol of mumbai's green lung technically it is mumbai's green lung because uh, it, it is part of the zone of the sanjay gandhi national park and pavai lake uh, and and so you know it resonated with people uh, also because almost every uh, person in mumbai has been to ra as a child uh, for school picnics so sort of it became a symbol of uh, the environmental awareness of the city it became a rallying point uh, for activists as well as the common citizens uh, i mean to be fair it's this is not activist driven there was huge public participation from across the city it sort of became a pan mumbai issue and a larger pan maharashtra in 2019 there were activists writing to bear grills and stuff when bear grills did a did a show with prime minister modi uh, there were activists wrote to bear grills and all kinds of international environmental agencies were roped in people got a sense that if ra falls then there will, there will be a domino effect for the environment in mumbai and the authorities and the governments will begin to think that if we, if we could bulldoze ra and the massive high pitch protest then everything else will be very easy so in the next 10 years they could run over any kind of environmental issue and get their way so i think ra the ra sevare protest uh even today and and more so in 2019 was much more than than saving trees and allowing the metro car shed but it became a bigger issue uh, on the the larger debate which is actually a universal debate on on conservation and environment versus development and infrastructure when the approval to cut the trees was given the shiv sena was an ally of the bjp government but in 2019 things changed and the shiv sena returned to power but this time in alliance with the congress and ncp The Shiv Sena promptly reversed the decision taken by its former ally, even though it would have meant a massive increase in the project cost by thousands of crores of rupees. They stayed the work at uh, at uh, RA, and then they said, "Let's look for new areas." And there have been two, three committees, and uh, one committee said, "No, RA is the only option." Then that report was rejected. Then there was another committee. They said, "Kanjurmark is the best option." And in terms of movement to Kanjurmark, where does it stand? As in, has land been acquired? Once you move to Kanjurmark, it it became sort of a bigger uh, hot potato for the government and the authorities. Once they identified land in in Kanjurmark, so work was sort of starting in Kanjurmark. And in Kanjurmark, this was supposed to be an integrated car shed. So there are other metro lines. So they were supposed to build a, a integrated car shed, so a common garage for two three metro lines. Uh, which would be sort of a uh, a car shed hub so to say where the same space will be used by different uh, metro lines so you save space also and it becomes more cost efficient but once they started the they acquired the land the land belonged to the state government according to the government and once uh, work started the central government salt department with came in and they moved the the bombay high court saying that this land belongs to us so for two and a half years almost virtually no work has started in kanjurmark and that again is stuck in in a court case between the state government between the central government soil department and there are these other private owners who claim that this land belongs to us no headway has been made in the last two and a half years in kanjurmark so in terms of restoration of forest since this project was stalled has there been anything 
that has happened so far? No, so far on the ground, there has been no official reforestation or afforestation kind of attempt uh, being made because the trees were uh, fully cut. So in mm. the two and a half years, uh, there must be some shrubs and bushes coming, but there is mm. no uh, recreating the forest. I'd like to point out that it took this government almost two years to to get the cases against the activists withdrawn who were uh, who were arrested and detained during the RA protests in, in 2019. Uh, and there were almost 27, 28 uh, activists, students, supporters, general citizens who were who were booked under serious charges. And despite the Shiv Sena's strong objection to the car shed project, Chaitanya says that when the approval was given for the cutting of trees in RA colony, the Shiv Sena could have done more to prevent it. There was sort of an opposition, but you know, I think also the Shiv Sena made many tactical mistakes. Ultimately, the tree authority is a civic mm, authority, mm. which is uh, under the BMC, which is the chairperson of the tree authority is the municipal commissioner and the BMC is ruled by Shiv Sena and majority of the members of the tree authority are from the Shiv Sena. So in August 2019, the BMC tree authority did give a NOC for cutting the trees. And the Shiv Sena claimed that, oh, this was, uh, this was sort of a wordplay and we were tricked. But I mean, you know, if, if you are running a political party and you're controlling a civic organization for 35 years, it's difficult to buy the argument that you were tricked and, and this sort of happened. If the Shiv Sena had put, it, put its foot down in, in BMC, they could have stopped the trees from being cut. As Chaitanya explained, despite the Shiv Sena opposing the project, it wasn't able to push forward an alternative site for the metro line. Neither was the destroyed forest area restored in any way. Chaitanya explains how this logjam over the project has affected the metro line and why it's a matter of prestige for Deputy Chief Minister Devendra Fadnavis. So car shed is, of course, is one of the very critical elements in a metro project, in any metro project, not just this metro project, but any metro project uh, you need uh, a car shed for, for servicing the rakes. So the metro cannot start operations without the car shed. So the, which is number one is critical and everybody accepts this. There's no one saying that we can run a metro without a car shed. It's a no-brainer that we need a car shed for this project. So if you ask the metro authorities, they are saying that barring the car shed, they are more than 90% of the work is complete uh, in terms of the basic work and the so, sort of uh, beautification works of the stations and the closing work will start and then they will do trial runs and then it should start. Activists say no, they are pitching it too high and almost 30% of the work barring the car shed is also still to be completed. Uh, so that is another view. But largely if you see 75% of the metro work is complete and 25% of the car shed work is complete because you know the trees were cut and between August and December 2019 uh, already some sort of metro work, uh, car shed work had started in RA. So now with the Eknath Shinde government sort of being very clear that it's giving the go-ahead for this car shed project, how soon does that mean the metro could be online then? Even though it's an Eknath Shinde-led government in terms of RA, Devendra Fadnavis, who is the deputy chief minister, he is the face of the metro, all the metro projects in RA also, he was the one who had taken a very firm stand. He put his foot down and he said, no, we must cut the trees, the whole uh, the cutting of the trees in midnight and the arrest of the activists. So now Fadnavis has announced that we are going to immediately start the 
the metro 3 car shed work in ra and apparently they have also instructed the state's advocate general to inform the high court that we are moving the car shed to to ra and so we don't have any case against the central government in kanjurmar so so sort of that issue will be resolved if this goes through and then the work will restart in ra and fadnavis claims that if the if you we start work in the next one month then the metro 3 will be up and running in less than two years how important a project is this for devendra fadnavis and the bjp so for for fadnavis this is this was supposed to be his flagship project where under his leadership mumbai would compete with delhi in terms of a metro system this was a fully underground 34 meter metro line where people could reach south mumbai from the airport in say 25 30 minutes without traffic so it was supposed to be a flagship project which the bjp would tom tom not just in india but across the world what explains shiv sena chiefs uddhav thakre's like almost visceral reaction to this restoration of the project mumbai has uh, four five six metros that will come up this is a important metro line project but are can't be recreated right so in in the sense if this is a forward looking project uh uddhav thakre's vision for instance is also going forward in terms of what we will have for environment our green spaces are shrinking many times the shiv sena has said that people argue that 3000 trees have been cut but all those 3000 trees are not in one location but you know it's not just the number of trees in ra when you have 3000 trees at one location for 50 60 years it becomes a larger ecosystem right it's not just a tree then you have uh, flora and fauna you have uh, all kinds of wildlife there and we know nobody would deny that the ra forest and the goregaon forest linked to sanjay gandhi national park are a habitat of leopards and there are very often leopard sightings and you know if you look at the environmental impact assessment committee report uh, they mentioned apart from larger uh, leopards and stuff there are other huge flora fauna in this part of ra which includes uh, butterflies which includes all kind of birds insects and you know you you can't put a value to them uh, an ecosystem cannot be valued in terms of rupee value right so i think that argument also still holds shiv sena is largely um, has always been a champion of issues that affect mumbai i think politically they they took a view that we are going to fight for the assets of mumbai and these green lands and forests are also assets of mumbai and to be fair shiv sena till today has not opposed the metro thi project at all their view is that okay we are up for the metro thi project let's not have the car shed at ra let's have it at kanjurmarg and if there is a mechanism where the central government can tone down its stand a bit the private owners uh, can be compensated and of course moving anything which is planned is going to cost extra money but they are saying if it costs some 2 3000 crore more it's okay we should not uh, you know think twice about spending that money because no money is going to help uh, recreate a, a forest but the flip side is now the forest is already gone the so called trees are already gone so what are we going to do now i mean this could have been an approach before the forest was cut and the argument that the shiv sena has given is that once you build the car shed it will pave the way for future development so when we have metro 3 then once we have a metro 3a or a extension because of course in the next 20 years metro will require an extension and that, that is the way forward right whereas as a city grows and the satellite towns grow more connectivity will be needed whatever is remaining of the ra forest will be taken and then people will not mind even trying to take cut pieces of uh, of uh, sanjay gandhi national park 
For now, in spite of the protests, the work is set to resume on the RA car shed. And despite the support for the protests, Chaitanya points out that they haven't cost the BJP any elections or seats. For the Shiv Sena, on the other hand, this is one issue to target the new government over, ahead of a crucial election in Mumbai's civic body, which the Shiv Sena has controlled for decades, but now stands to lose. The Fadnavis government now saying that we are very firm and the Shiv Sena again will take a strong stand that we will not let it happen. And the activists now jumping in. You must keep in mind that we are expecting the BMC elections to happen in September, October, which is about three, four months uh, from now. So I think again, we are now going to have a similar showdown like we had in 2019. It was a political risk that Fadnavis had taken that despite the elections coming up, he allowed the forest to be, the trees to be cut down. And he said, I don't mind, I, I will take the political risk. For me, the metro project is, is a bigger priority than the, the political uh, fallout. And I think the BJP believed that the environment and area was not such a big political currency. And if you see, BJP did fairly well in the state elections in Mumbai also. You know, a small thing to point out is the MLAs from all MLAs from around Goregao. Most of them are still from BJP. Uh, so it, it's not that uh, it, they had a political setback because of this environmental issue. But now Shiv Sena, I think because it's out of government uh, and this has been their consistent policy stand, no car shed at RA, they will continue with that, that stand. And uh, the activists and the environmentalists will become a natural ally of the Shiv Sena ahead of the BMC elections. Even though the activist uh, and environmentalist uh, would not be seen as political, but they will have to sort of ally with the Shiv Sena and take this issue forward. We are expecting months and weeks of protests again to, to sort of re, reignite uh, in the next three months. Today's episode was produced by Jairaj Singh, Sunai Marathe and Anuja Singh. For a daily spotlight on people, ideas and stories that matter, subscribe to us. We're available on TY+, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts and all other platforms of your choice. For any news tips, email us at tuipodcast at timesinternet.in.